and welcome to another episode of A Shot Glass of Recovery with your host Julie, half of the dynamic duo that brings you the podcast, Two Sober Chicks. Ugh, I feel yucky. Do you feel yucky today? I feel yucky. I feel like I need a meeting, but I don't really want to go on to a meeting. I'm lonely for human companionship. I just feel a little bit like a caged animal today. I also had a very exciting interview today. And I'm thinking about all the things I wanted to say but didn't. Because that's what happens, right? Um, And I'm sort of playing it back over in my mind. I mean, when I give a lecture or a sermon or I do a presentation, I have trained myself not to allow myself to obsess over it after it's done. But this is very new. Like, I haven't had an interview in 15 years. And I really like and admire... um, the person who interviewed me so I just wanted to do well and be liked and you know seem cool and smart um but you know what I feel really good about I was completely transparent and honest and so this is the first time since I've been in a position like this where I'm not trying to sell myself I'm just speaking honestly about who I am and what my beliefs and values are and how I work and how I view people and how I view conflict. And so I feel really good about that. So if this person doesn't turn out to like me or I don't end up getting the position, I know that I just put myself on the table. Well, not literally. That's not the way you get jobs anymore, Julie. (laughs) Oh, God. So I am feeling itchy and discontented and a little bit anxious. So... And don't forget, if you have listened to this podcast, this noise you're hearing are my St. Benedict medals on my wrist clicking around. So I thought I would come here and do my own meeting with you guys. Isn't that fun? I think it's fun. May 11th. We're going to look in the language of letting go to see what May 11th has for us today. Come on, higher power. Oh my God. You're not going to believe this. Sorry, just burst your eardrums. Perfection! I mean, you can't plan this stuff. Come on, higher power. You do it to me every time. Can I just say thank you for being with me in this? I'm talking to you, listener, beloved listener, whether it's someone I know, have met or not. Thank you for being here with me. Okay. I'm so excited. May 11th, perfection. Many of us picked on ourselves unmercifully before recovery. We may also have a tendency to pick on ourselves after we begin recovery. If I was really recovering, I wouldn't be doing that again. I should be further along than I am. These are statements that we indulge in when we're feeling shame. Ooh. Oh, ouch. Oh, that one's going to leave a bruise. We don't need to treat ourselves that way. There is no benefit. 
Remember, shame blocks us, but self-love and acceptance enable us to grow and change. If we have truly done something we feel guilty about, we can correct it, and with an amend and an attitude of self-acceptance and love. Even if we slip back to our old codependent ways of thinking, feeling, and behaving, we do not need to be ashamed. We all regress from time to time. That's how we learn and grow. Relapse or recycling is an important and necessary part of recovery. And the way out of recycling is not by shaming ourselves. That leads us deeper into codependency. Much pain comes from trying to be perfect. Perfection is impossible unless we think of it in a new way. Perfection is being who and where we are today. It's accepting and loving ourselves just as we are. We are each right where we need to be in our recovery. Today, I will love and accept myself for who I am and where I am in my recovery process. I am right where I need to be to get to where I'm going tomorrow. I once heard that perfectionism is the highest form of self-abuse. And I really resonated with that because um, I used to, and from time to time as is evidenced by today, beat myself up a lot. Um, I didn't come from parents that were consistently or ever trying to get me to be perfect. I don't remember them putting pressure on me for anything, whether it was grades, um, how I was doing with my classical guitar, how I was doing in brownies or girl guides, or I don't remember having perfectionism pushed on me. But I do remember my dad is a former pilot. I remember him torturing himself when he would have to go on course, which was seemed to be all the time. And he would just obsess over getting it right, as he should. I mean, he was responsible for hundreds of lives. And my mom exuding like the perfection of a lady at all times and the way she looked and the way she spoke and everything she touched was perfect. She was an amazing cook. She did stained glass. She cleaned um, like every nook and cranny. She was impeccable in, in her looks. And I saw how it did damage to her as well behind the scenes in terms of mental health issues being her own taskmaster. So I guess I picked up on a lot of that. So a lot of my value was if I am perfect, then I am safe. If I am perfect, then I am good enough. And I guess today's worry and anxiety is just being good enough. Um, A disease I think a lot of us suffer from. So what I got from that reading today is who I was today was 100% authentic. So as the reading says, who I am today and where I am today, I gave it my all um, without trying to convince anybody, just being who I am, where I am in the moment. And I think I can feel proud of that. So I needed to hear that. I'm also going to have to do some praying. And uh, I, if I was in the right frame of mind, I would go directly to restorative yoga and meditation. Um, Restorative yoga, for me, restorative yoga is holding a stretch for a long time while relaxing and being in the moment and listening to music. Um, 
prayer is different for me than meditation. Like in step 11, we talk about seeking through prayer and meditation. That's what meditation looks like for me. Prayer is very much a dialogue, an ongoing dialogue with God, whether it's just thanking him or seeking his guidance and direction. But um, I know what brings me peace. But in these moments where I feel so gross and lazy (laughs) because of my own inner emotional turmoil, I don't want to do anything. So what I'll probably do instead is watch something on Netflix, something easy and funny. Oh my God, by the way, I watched The Lighthouse, yes, for the last three days. It's so intense. I had to take it in chunks. Holy shit. That movie, I love psychological horror movies. That was a good one. That was right up there for me with Melancholia and under the skin. Those two will fuck you up. So will the lighthouse. And I also, from an addict's perspective, my God, the lighthouse is all about the obsession, the compulsion, the addiction of something and how it can lead to a complete undoing of a person. Uh, And I also think it's a time of a time a sign of our times because this also happened to be in isolation on an island. Most of us are in isolation on our own islands right now. And now it's turning into therapy. So I hope you had a good day. If you're breathing, there's still hope. If you're alive, keep going. If you've had a good day, congratulations. Give you a fist bump. Um, If you didn't, I'm sorry. And I hope something I said today gave you some sort of healing or serenity. And if not, tune back in tomorrow and maybe that will. Otherwise, just email me or find me on social media. What a crazy person I am. Okay, I appreciate you. I love you. Thank you for being here with me. I'll talk to you soon.